Hi there. Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we talk about three or four interesting tech topics in the news. Get you on your way in about 20 minutes. We got a special bonus thing for you today. I'm not sure we'll be able to finish in 20 minutes. Uh, my guest today, uh, Matt Kelly, who is our creator in residence out at the Creation Station Music at Call Your City Library. How are you doing today, Matt? Doing excellent. Um, thank you so much for having me, Mr. Bob. Um, I've heard so much about the, pa- the podcast, and I'm happy to be a guest. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this way. Everybody has to hang around for this full one. We're going to get into it's craziness. It's craziness. But let, let's get our normal stories out of the way first. That we kind of stuff that we usually hit on here, and then wait till Matt fills you in on what you can do. So, Matt, just how much are you willing to pay to get a free TV? Uh, how how much am I willing to pay for a free TV? Well, money isn't the only c- currency these days, right? Uh-huh. Um, there you go. Yeah, um, it seems to be a new gold on the block. It starts with a D, right? <laughs> Data. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. So, um, an email. Yeah, sure. I'll give you my email, but that's as far as I go. <laughs> yeah. So, as we're talking about here, you can see in uh, in the pictures here on the stream. It's a nice 55-inch TV. It looks pretty cool. It's got a sound bar down the middle. It's got the second screen down below. And that second screen down below is entirely to show you ads. All day long, every time you have the TV on, all you will see are ads down here on this bottom of this screen. Right here, at least this part will always be an ad. You may be able to do some widgets. And the scarier thing was sometimes there will be an ad on the left-hand side of the screen. <laughs> like they just casually like drop that into their promotional stuff there. Like, no, <laughs> I'm like, you're going to get your normal ads for watching whatever you're watching. Plus you're going to get their ads. Plus it's just, no, my attention, my, my data, all that stuff is not worth saving the 200 bucks or whatever it is that this TV is probably going to cost you. Right. Right. It's like at this point you're buying your privacy. If that's an option. Yeah. Right. You're, you're, you're opting in to preserve privacy. Right. Exactly. Um, And that, that's one of those things where I'm just like, I'm not willing to give it up. Yeah. And the the thing with ads is that it's, it's like, yeah, you can like let one or two slide. um, But then all of a sudden, um, you know, every single application that you have for entertainment. Now it has an ad. Now that ad is taking your data and distributing it to different companies that use it for their ads. Now you're seeing their ads. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, oh, commercial time. You know, it's like a whole business now. And yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a problematic thing, my idea. And this is not put out by like one of the big five tech companies like Amazon or Google or Apple, who you know already have your data and all that stuff. This is put out by Pluto TV. Now, they're a reputable channel. They do a lot of stuff. They've put a lot of stuff out there. If you're into streaming, you've probably heard of them and seen it. Still no. <laughs> that, that, yeah. I think we're both in agreement on that one. Yeah. Um. This one was really interesting to me coming from a thing of doing a lot of virtual reality and doing all those things. This possibility here was crazy. So the brief synopsis on this one is peep. They took their test subjects, hypnotized them and stuck their finger, their index finger 
gets stuck with a needle. And if the needles are close together or far apart, they could tell where they were. Even when they weren't touching their skin because they were five inches apart, they could tell the needle was touching their skin because they believed it was touching their skin and they reacted to pain just like if the needle was actually doing it. Wow. Yeah. Because they Very believed they were being stabbed with a needle, they felt pain. Even though they couldn't see the needle stabbing them, they just knew that it was there stabbing them, so they believed the pain was really going to happen. Placebo. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, that, it's really, really interesting about – and so it's a full article, as always – in the show notes for you so you can go and read the whole article and dive into the source material on this one it's just crazy if they can feel like two needles in one spot or one needle or two needles in one two needles in one spot or two needles in two different spots hmm. based on what you thought was going to happen interesting very interesting yeah is this for is this in the pursuit of any particular like research or is this for they're the, trying the to figure out how perception works like what parts of your brain are firing when you perceive something okay and rather than just them seeing that hey you know in virtual reality as an example you know you've got the visual and all the other stuff that says oh you're falling so people panic and they think they're falling they figured out that all you have to do is tell someone and if they really believe it, they feel it, it happens. It does. Their body just physiologically reacts. So it's not like, ouch. And you think that you got stabbed. You did get stabbed as far as your body's concerned. Right. And that's, that's kind of like, um, vice versa when, when you're referring to like people walking on like hot stones. Yeah. It's exactly. like the mind Perfect over matter. Example. Yep. Right. It's, it's, it's like yeah. the aspect of no pain is what they're yeah. thinking. About. You feel like you're not going to have any injuries. You feel like you're not going to have any pain. You feel free to walk on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Great point there. Yeah. That yeah, is. I need to train myself to do that. <laughs> <laughs> to not be, to not be so hungry all the time, you know? <laughs> oh, I don't know if we could do that. Oh man, you're going to sell a million diet books if you can figure that one out. Right. Yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, the final story today, before we get into the Creation Station music stuff, is weird. You, do you know how sharks breathe, Matt? Um, with gills? Yes, exactly. They have to swim. The only way sharks can breathe is to have water flowing past their gills. That's why sharks are always swimming 100%. Sharks never sleep. Um, although they did find out that some sharks in Australia are actually smart enough that they like will wedge themselves into like a coral reef and let the water just flow past them. So they don't actually have to work to mm. at swimming and the water will keep on pushing them. And now hammerhead sharks off the coast of Hawaii have taught themselves how to hold their breath, which is Weird in two ways. One, because you need to hold your breath to be able to dive deep down. Because the deeper you go in the ocean, the colder it gets. And right. sharks don't have, they're, they're not warm-blooded. So if they get too cold, they die. Hmm. 
And if they hold their breath for too long, they die. <laughs> but these sharks have figured out a way, have taught themselves and taught others around them how to hold their breath, dive down deep, hundreds of feet down, go in, grab their prey and get back up to the surface before they run out of air and before they get too cold to be able to continue to move and breathe again. Wow. Sharks. And this is a recent. This finding? is a new discovery that they have figured out how they're doing it. They're not quite sure when it developed, but they have finally been able to, now that we have all this advanced technology with drones and a lot of tagging, basically they put like a little Fitbit on the, on the shark. Uh, we did that here in Broward last summer with our summer interns. We went out with uh, the Anjari Foundation and, and did some tagging on lemon sharks um, and wow. sand sharks here in uh, off the coast of Broward and Palm Beach. And these guys out there were doing hammerhead research and put some Fitbits on them and found this weird data of, wait, they're not supposed to be down that deep. And it all rolled it to this is what they can do. And it's like, what, but, but, but they're not, they can't go that deep. That's too cold. Oh, wait, they can't breathe. They can't. And why they hold their breath is because if they hold their breath, it keeps the warm water from the surface inside of them. Mm. And when they go down, they keep the warm water inside of them. So it keeps them warm enough so they can do their quick hunt and grab and then get back up to the surface. Cause if they were to just keep on breathing the whole way down, their bodies would cool because all the cold water is coming into their gills. Smart, smart, almost as smart as the dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that? So, I don't think the dolphins figured that out yet. <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 no. They can do it for 17 minutes at a time. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 17 minutes to hold your breath is exceedingly long. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that is just a crazy, crazy thing there. Yeah, who's smart now, dolphins, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I guess it's more if you're really hungry as you were going for, you're going to figure out a way to get down there and get to get the good meat. That's a predator right there. Yep. Don't sleep. Yep, can, yep, yep. You know. <laughs> so, Matt, you are our creator in residence out at the Collier City Library where we have our Creation Station music. I and tell, tell everybody what you do out there as, as part of your job. Yeah, um, my job as a creative in residence here at the library involves planning like a, and teaching a summer program that combines like music education and technology exploration. Um, it really caters to participants of like all ages, but um, younger people is what we're really focusing on at this moment. Um, I also manage the library's like recording studio with Greg. Uh, Mr. Greg works here too, yep. um, professional audio engineer there. Uh, and we offer assistance to anyone using the studio, um, just making sure that they have what they need uh, to make the most of the facility. And, and folks, yeah, what he just glossed over there, yeah, professional recording studio at the library for free. Yeah, you it's, need it's to go. No joke. Yeah, you it's, need to get in touch uh, with the people at Collier City. If you're in the area, space. you should be using it. And if you're out of the area and you're ever down here in South Florida, you need to stop by and see this place. I mean, we've got yeah. authors coming there to, to record their audio books when they're here on vacation and stuff. So, yeah. Right. And, and nowadays, like there are different ways. If you want to be like a recording artist, you can pay for somebody to like record your vocals and you'll get a great result. Sure. Um, but you'll have to keep on paying that. Right. And here at the library, um, anybody who wants to be like a, an artist, a, 
a producer, a singer, songwriter. Um, I would like, I want to teach them like the aspect of like independence and that mm -hmm. includes like knowing how to do everything yourself. Um, so that's why we're we, like the, 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 the word learning in the learning center of the, the Collier city library, the learning center, we really want to highlight that word. And it's not just a facility that you can use the space. If you know how to use it, of course, we won't bother you. But um, the greatest part is that like myself and Greg, um, we kind of know what um, make, you know, how to like use the stuff. So we're also there to really help you utilize that space if you don't know how to do it yourself. Um, so if there's anybody interested in like audio recording, uh, singing, songwriting, if you just want to record like an audio book, um, we have everything and more for you to be able to do that here at this library. Um, all you have to do is book an appointment uh, as a Pompano Beach resident. It's free. It's a free resource. Free for everybody who has a Broward County library card. Correct. Yeah. And if and, you don't I mean, have a library card, we'll still hook you up. Yeah. I mean, we'll get that going for you. No problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Pompano Beach library branches, they're really doing a lot. Um, definitely more than, um, you know, it, it once was when I was growing up in yeah. Pompano Beach. So it's really beautiful to see. Yeah, libraries have um, changed a lot over the years, haven't they? For sure. And, um, you know, like I would have no idea that a create like a recording studio was in here unless, you know, I, you know, I found out about it, of course, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a real hidden gem in Pompano beach. Um, and I really think anybody who's interested in learning audio production or if they have anything to record, um, you should be here, man. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's we an awesome it. space. So Great now space. Matt took it upon himself because Google IO was earlier this week. And I was right. like, eh, we usually don't cover the tech, the, the big tech things because like that, because they're so special and, and you, you really need to know what a 20 nanometer, you know, chip's going to do for you versus a 16 versus an eight. This is something Matt knows about. This is why he is working at that studio. So yeah. let's just throw this up there. So Google did music LM, tell, uh, the music uh, language model is what's right. up there. And so this is the AI test kitchen where you can't, we didn't log in because we want you to see the original page. Anyone right. can log into this for free and go experiment and try and build stuff. So tell them what they can actually build there, Matt. Yeah, so um, AI is has become, you know, integrated in our lives already. Uh, it's, it only, it feels like it's only been a, a year or two, but there's definitely been a, a lot of development in the past de decade with AI. And in the past year or two, you've really been seeing like applications that are actually like usable in real life situations. Um, one in particular is ChatGPT, right? We've, we've heard of that before on the podcast, um, which is essentially like your, your AI assistant, any questions you have, if you need to formulize something, summarize it, whatever, put it in bulletproof form or bullet point format for a PowerPoint, um, you're able to do that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also another application from OpenAI, who is really like the, the forefront of all of this, right? This yeah. AI stuff, aside from Google. Um, but OpenAI, they they created ChatGPT, and then they also created DALL-E, which is essentially an application, an AI application, will which will allow you to generate images from text, right? Yeah. So you, we did that one. We, to... we covered that just like three weeks ago with the new right. version of that that came out. Yeah. Perfect. So now that everybody's up to speed with that, now Google, um, they've introduced an application called Music LM. Instead of text to images, now it's going to be text to audio. So you are able to 
create a small description of what you're looking for. Uh, maybe like an ambiance, maybe like a mood, maybe a genre, right? And yep. you'll be let's, able to create yeah. like a loop for that. And so a let, let's play this here. little clip here that's on there. I hope everybody can hear this. You can hear that? Do you hear that, uh, Matt? I'm, I'm unable to hear that, unfortunately. I'm um, hearing it in mine, but I, I don't know that that's actually coming out on your end there, right? I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not you weren't hearing it. Okay. Yeah. So when you come to the, and as always, these are all in the show notes. That's just the, the generic quick example stuff of what they're showing people, how you can use these things by texting. Right. If that was a fusion of reggaeton and electronic dance music with a spacey otherworldly sound induces right. the experience of being lost in space. And the music would be designed to evoke a sense of wonder and awe while being danceable. Right. And it creates and, and a 30 second accurate. loop of music. Bam. What it, what it actually, it actually creates two of them. And it, it, then it allows, and then it asks like, can you choose your favorite one? So they can kind of refine it. Mm -hmm. Right. So they choose, they make two like 30 second clips of audio. You're able to download it and then you can actually download it and make a loop out of it. So it's a continuous thing instead of just like an eight second clip. Um, so I just want to have a little fun um, with like all these applications that I'm, I'm using like in my everyday life and kind of put them together because that's when the real magic happens when you're able to get something from here, something from here and there and then put it all and then it's an actual like product, right? So what I did um, for the Collier City Library, I hit up my boy Drizzy Drake, you know, uh, international <laughs> superstar, rapper, singer, songwriter, ghostwriter, whatever. And um, no, so I, I went to I, I, I went to ChatGPT and I said, write me some lyrics in the tone of Drake about making music at the Collier City Library, right? So it generated some lyrics. The gener the lyrics should actually be in the notes. Um, they are. The, the, I sure. put the lyrics into the show notes already for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully everybody can sing along. Uh, and then I, I went know. to and then I went to Music LM and I generated a a, a beat with the prompt. Um, it was just like trap beat, melodic piano, motivating and great for the gym. Like th those are the exact words. And then I found a, like a AI voice generator, which it seems kind of like, just kind of not like official, but I was just able to use it just for this progress, mm -hmm. uh, this project. And it was um, my media AI or something like that, not important. But I put all those three together. I, I threw the lyrics into that website. I got Drake's voice. And then I threw, I got all of those elements and I put them into my audio workspace um, at the recording studio. And then I created a song uh, with Drake about making music at the Collier City Library. And now let's I would see love how to, this sounds. To play it. <laughs> Hopefully this, you'll be able to hear this, everybody out there. If not, we're going to, we're going to add this onto the end of the show to make sure that everybody can hear it uh, in its full entirety. Uh, no, unfortunately not at this moment. Are you able to change like the, um, the playback, like the audio preferences to. No, to it's, it's not playing this one only because it is not, uh, it's not reading it as it's reading it as a video file and not an audio file. So it's showing video, um, but not an audio. Oh, it's not yours. It's, it's, it's our end over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause it's oh. definitely an audio file. Yeah. No, 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 no. It is. Yeah. No. It's it's in the streaming software. This it's causing a set little issue there. But don't worry, everybody. This is going to be there for you to listen to. 
Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it sounds it sounds fun and it's amazing. So how much work did you actually put in to get that? I did that in under 30 minutes. To put a full 30 second song out. And yeah, with, it could have been generate the lyrics, generate yeah. the, the voice, generate the, the beat, and then putting it all together. Putting it all together was definitely the hardest part. I mean, like all you're doing is creating prompts essentially, and mm -hmm. now you're using AI to generate like whatever you want. And then and now, now you're just putting it all together, right? And that would have wouldn't have mattered whether it was 30 seconds long or a traditional two minute and 35 second song or well, I guess actually, what, what you're the professional DJ. How long is a song supposed to be nowadays? <laughs> um, good question. Uh, I think three minutes has always been the standard, but like because of like our attention spans getting smaller and smaller, it's definitely in the two minute region somewhere. Um, however, uh, I I try to make a two minute song, but like AI at this moment, like with text to audio or yeah. just voice generated ge generating, it is. It's better to concentrate on just like a 30 second thing. I guess it's just okay. easier at this point. Okay. However, however, there are full fledged audio tracks. Like, so the track that I made was very, um, very rough, right? But there's actual tracks that are being like disputed by record companies. Yeah, that's, we covered that too. The so, one that was on YouTube two weeks ago. Yeah, the one that's. Yeah, because the, they're so alike, the yeah. artist, right? Yeah. And it's funny because if you go. For those who are listening, if you're testing out the AI test kitchen with Music LM, it gives you a few um, guidelines. And if you if you just try, if you're at home trying right now, if you try to type in like Drake type beat or Rihanna type whatever, it actually won't generate anything because it is uh, it is Google is is on a very fine line of copyright infringement, and yeah. Google as like a, an international corporation and company yeah. like they have ties to like other companies yeah. of that and of they that, need to make uh, money by people video playing stuff. their videos on youtube so yeah exactly and they also have a streaming service google play mm -hmm. or, so it's like they they're really kind of in this tough bind where they are trying to adhere to those relationships and like the guidelines of copyright infringement but at the same time they also have um their own um ai bard b-a-r-d yeah. that has come out and they've come out with like a fair use agreement, which is essentially the benefits of new technology such as out, uh, AI should always outweigh any potential copyright issues that may arise from the technology. So this is directly like what Google is saying about their own AI. And now they are running already running into problems with yeah. copyright infringement with audio yeah. and music. And whatnot. It's, so it's, we're, we're going to nobody be, knows what's happening. No, nobody knows what's happening. And this is not going to be settled law. Anybody who out there who tells you, oh, no, the law says this is what's going to happen. Yeah, no, they don't know. This, this, we are a new, write the laws in brand new years. territory. <laughs> it's going to take Congress quite a while, I think, to figure this one out. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Matt. This is really fun. And uh, the lyrics of this song are dark, pretty darn funny. Yeah, they're pretty I, cool. I, I mean, I, I, appreciate didn't, I didn't that. write them, so don't think I know. That was, that's insane. <laughs> you, you, you pulled it off. Uh, so for everyone out there, if there is a library or a librarian you want to see featured on the show, reach out at creationstation at Broward.org, and we'll get them on. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. See you.